live from live Southern, from California. Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Slightly Serious Show. It's Wednesday, June 9th. I don't know if you guys uh, had made me- notice or not. Um, somebody brought it to my attention. Today is six, uh, 69, you know, June 9th, 6-9. Anyways, welcome to, uh, I don't know, it's been a long day. It's been a, uh, I don't know. I, I actually even made a phone call to vent to somebody else because... I couldn't wait till the show, and uh, today, it's just one of those days. I think we all go through them. We all experience them, but uh, the first thing I wanted to do is uh, welcome our good friend Easy Money over on DLive. I don't know if you're a friend of Slightly Jaded Jenny or not, but uh, we do uh, appreciate you joining us over on DLive, and for all those other people that are over on, I don't know, what do we got? We still have... We have DLive, Twitch, Twitch and Facebook, and we have the revamped twitter which is no longer periscope but we're we're taking the summer off of youtube but haven't decided whether we'll rejoin them in september that's if we're ever going back to youtube but but we're still undecided on rumble and other platforms and thank you pertly for that lemon drop over there on DLive as well yeah i appreciate the lemon drop all the lemons you want the lemons and beans that's what we're all about folks and howdy howdy easy money Good to see you guys. Uh, Pert, how's your day been? I, I noticed you finally resolved your delay problem. Isn't that crazy? I mean, who would have thought that just getting rid of the headset and going natural would have gotten rid of it? But it sure as heck did. And uh, by by the way, again, kudos to you because, my Lord, last night I had one phone going for DLive. I had the other phone going because I was talking to you on the line. And I had the iPad going so I could look at chat while we were doing all that in the middle of trying to play trivia. So, and, my God. And you know what? You actually even won in trivia. I did. Oh, yes. Well, well, here, comes 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 here comes it. Never mind. Yeah. yeah that, you have to save that till save next, for next week. All right. Eric's already <laughs> predicting. You see that? Uh, anyways, uh, I see uh, Jeremy from Cummings' Culture here. He had a nice little 30-minute rant uh, this afternoon as he's Getting back to his regularly scheduled programming tomorrow, I think at uh, seven central. I think, but uh, it was six, good six to, central, seven eastern, something like that. Check your local listings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call your local radio station; they can tell you. Yeah, exactly. Um, Eric, are we playing word association? Oh, yeah, over on D Live, we're playing word association. Yeah, he just put Podbean down. I know what he meant, but I was trying to get a reaction from well, him. He, he was too busy. Well, um, I think that was to make sure you were getting the the Podbean app up and running. Oh, gotcha. Making sure uh, Pert's, on, Pert's on, on schedule. That's why. Right. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know how lo- how much longer we're going to... Uh, well, it looks like we have uh, Unicorn Power over on uh, Airtime. Oh, we nice. Have, we have quite a few followers on Airtime. Now, they all must... I don't know. Maybe they all eat dinner or are in bed because you know, it's what, 9.30 Eastern time? So I don't know if we have a bunch of old people that follow us on uh, is it airtime or not. But Well, hey, if, if you can read the chat in airtime, because I, I don't have it pulled up, just see uh, if they could just post where they're all from real quick. 
Yeah, I will do that. Uh, for those of you over on airtime, let me know where your uh, whereabouts you are. If you're here on the West Coast, East Coast, the Midwest, uh, or hell, you might even be in the United States, which could could be in China. You might be in China, which you know we're we're starting to uh, you know try to be more and more like you because we're being less white. So, anyways, um, I don't know where to start. Um, I guess I'll I'll start on bitching and complaining about things. I'm really sick, sick and tired. The thing that pisses me off the most today is when you deal with companies, and I deal with a lot of companies, to where they over-promise and under-deliver. You see, uh, I had mentioned, I think, earlier this week or maybe last week that we got a new printer to pr start printing labels. And it got delivered. I was very excited at the beginning of the week. Opened that puppy up, and yeah, it doesn't work. I have to send the shit back. Now they said, well, don't worry. We'll just charge you another $1,000. When we get the old one back, we'll give it back. Okay, no big deal. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. And we'll overnight you the new one. So you'll have it tomorrow. Well, today was tomorrow, and tomorrow never came. <laughs> so I'm still waiting for that. And I don't know. I, I've had a bad experience with printers. I have a $10,000 printer that is uh, a piece of crap that I've been dealing with for the past three years. And, you know, they, they've, they've brought techs out and anything and everything they could possibly imagine. And the shit just doesn't work. And they want to, uh, does anybody know what a print head is on a printer? Yes. And you're missing out, you know, slightly. They, it may be like when you go into the bar and you see that sign that says free beer tomorrow. They were just pulling your leg. <laughs> they might. They might. Yeah. Let's say that the sales lady that I deal with, she, I, I do give her credit for excellent communication. She's trying to make yeah. me happy, and I appreciate so, it. Sorry, y'all. What was about your printer head? So, print head, right? Um, so, after so many, you know, prints that you do, you eventually have to replace the print head. And um, like I said, this ten thousand dollar printer had streaks and all that, and they always said, "Oh, well, you need to do a cleaning of all of the print heads," and it still never. Audio on just, the video platforms. I just, I just have had to deal with it for I don't know how many years. But the thing is, is they said, I, now I have a like solid streak going through a label. And that's why I, I printed a new, for basically a new uh, printer because I'm sick and tired of seeing that white line. Now they said, oh, well, you can uh, go ahead and replace the printhead on this machine. Uh, it's only going to, you're only going to need to drop like $2,500 to change a printhead. I'm like, what? $2,500 for a freaking print ad? So I, I just went out and bought a brand new printer for like $2,600 instead. Ah! Yeah, yeah, Big Sexy, he, it's, it's, it's all fun and games for Big Sexy. He doesn't uh, have to go work and deal with things every day. No, he but, was crying because that was all his cook. Yeah, that was, that's $2,600. Oh, he must be listening to the show because he just said, right? Unbelievable. That laugh should be a sound effect. Oh, he could be. Big Sexy has a lot of sound effects we could use for our show, I'm sure. <laughs> but anyways, I'm just, I don't know. I'm tired of that. You know, I'm tired of, you know, the government. Have I told you how uh, I'm not being forgiven for my entire PPP loan? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I spoke with the accountant the other day. The accountant says, well, that's just not right. Bank of America is just screwing with you. So I'm going to have to, I think what I'm going to have to do is contact the SBA myself and uh, just deal with them instead of my bank. 
Yeah, you know, again, it's real interesting if you try to use that excuse when taxes were due that your internet was down and you could not send your uh, taxes via Wi-Fi, you know, or via internet. You know, it's not going to roll. No, they wouldn't care. No, no, it's not. If it's if it's their mistake, they'll 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 fix it. Uh, they'll take their sweet time. They're not going to, you know, give you much interest or anything like that. But it, you know, if you have any excuses, it's not acceptable whatsoever. Yeah. So. It's uh, it's crazy. It really is. Um, I, I wrote a, a couple. I'm going to go to the Twitter page because there was a few things on Twitter. This, this uh, I don't know if it was last night or this morning that really irked the hell out of me. And the first thing that was on the Twitter Twitter, and I got to uh, bring this up, and, and I'm not prepared as 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 always on my uh, on my shows, <laughs> but it's good content. It's just a matter of getting it on on the. Uh, video platform for all you folks. Anyways, there's this gal that she, she had made a post, right? Apparently she's all pissed off at people that basically quote unquote hoist American flags to her. She says that, and, and I'm going to find it so I can quote it, but basically in a nutshell, it says, you know, she says that people that hoist American flags are racist. Can you believe that? I mean, really? Since when, since when, if you want to be patriotic for your country, does that automatically mean you're a racist? She all upset because it has white stripes in it or what? I have no idea. She would not go into details about it. They don't have to explain themselves. You know how that goes. Well, you know what's ironic though, right? In this same post that she puts, um, she hoisted her own flag. Do you ha- you want to guess what flag that was? Uh, let me let me guess. Black Lives Matters flag. Oh, so close. Oh, Try again. Damn. Uh, the Black Anthem flag. Uh, you got you, you don't have the color color correct, but there's many other colors. The rainbow flag. I was going to guess the the rebel flag, but I figured you know, it was the bars. Yeah, she uh, she has a uh, LGBTQ LMNOFP. And all the rest. XYZ. Yeah, exactly. She has one of those flags. I don't uh, remember seeing that one on Normandy. Do you? <laughs> Not the last nope. night. No. Oh my gosh. Um, I, 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 how do I check my Twitter for this, Eric? I, I commented on it. Well, I, I, I did a quoted tweet on, on that one tweet about hats in USA Today. And, and I made sure to tag like the New York Post and the Washington Times, Newsmax, and one American News and Cheryl Ackerson's Full Measure News program in that one, in case anybody missed it. Well, I'm just trying to find the the one that I I did, so I can actually go to it. Maybe maybe Twitter took it down. Or are are they probably trying to bury it? Maybe bury it out of, from sight and memory. Yeah, that's uh, the other the other. Well, thing. but uh, but that but that should show you how very butthurt and offended somebody at Twitter is. Yeah, no, I hear you. And and that's the, the thing that bothers me. I'm like, I said, you know, basically I responded and I, I wish I could find this. That way I could tell you exactly word for word. I did say. Um, uh, click under your tweets and replies tab if, if that helps. I don't have that on my desktop. Let me look and see if I have it on my phone. Oh. <laughs> my goodness. Let's see. Technology is such a wonderful thing. Don't you agree, ladies and gentlemen? Um, 
You know, and, and not only that, but I think technology is the root of all evil to, as well. Because without all the technology, um, all this kind of crap wouldn't be happening in our society, I think. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, here it is. Her name is uh, Charlotte Clymer. And her tweet goes, hey, f- um, no, that's a different one. Uh, this is, uh, she's actually, she's a real big time liberal. Um, it's crazy. Here's her tweet. Uh, 15 hours ago. No, it's very simple. People who feel the need to hoist giant ass American flags on their car by default are deeply insecure and racist. She adds the word probably racist, but still let's, you know, let's call it what it is. She goes on to say, we're all adults here. Let's cut the shit and be honest about this. <sighs> I don't know. I, I had to respond back. I, I wasn't having it. I basically went back and I said, yes, let's be honest. You got your panties in a, in a twist, stirring the racial pot just like they want you to. Just think, maybe they love this country and hate idiots like you. And I also said that she thinks that it's racist to hoist an American flag. If you got a problem with the American flag, there's plenty of other countries to live in. I'm sure they'll be proud to raise your LGBTQ flag, which is supposed to represent how many genders again? And basically I said, shut the fuck up and stop stirring the pot. I'm, I'm tired of it. I am done. I'm over it. I'm not. No more Mr. Nice Guy. You don't like shit. Either suck it up, buttercup, or get the hell out of here. It's that simple, folks. Stop Stop just trying to spew hatred. I, I was having a conversation earlier tonight with a good friend. And, you know, not to be controversial by any means. Everyone knows that I'm not racist, obviously. I love everybody. At the same time, I hate douchebags in our society as well. Douchebags come in all forms, shapes, sizes, genders, and colors. But I was getting to think, and I'm going to just throw this out there. Everybody might get all their, their, their panties in a twist again. And I don't, I'm not advocating this whatsoever either. But I got it to thinking. You know, we live in a country to where we have freedom of speech. Now, we have laws that we need to follow and abide by to maintain civilness in the society, even though, you know, of late, you know, they call burning down buildings and businesses and rioting and looting peaceful. I don't agree with that. But at the same time, we all have the right to have our own opinions, right? I think everybody should be able to agree with that. We've all discussed how there are. There is racism out here, out here in America and all across the world. It has nothing to do with whites being racist towards any other race. Every race, there's some type of racism. At the end of the day, it's not against the law to not like someone for any reason. It's okay. Nobody says you have to like Every single person. Now, do are there people out there that don't like other people due to their race? Sure, I'm. I guarantee you that that is a true fact. 
Do I agree with it? No, I don't. That's just me, though. But from a standpoint from me to that other person, do I have a right to tell them that they cannot be like that? Yes, it depends who you ask. You live in a country that you're allowed to have freedoms and the right to feel what you want. Then the answer to that is no. That does not mean, however, that that person should go out and attack, oppress, or do any other type of hateful things. I don't agree with it. But at the same time, nothing anybody can say, nothing anybody can do is ever going to change that person's mind and how they feel. We might all feel that it's inappropriate and it's wrong. But what are you going to do about it? Are you going to lock them up based on how they feel? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if you've gone into any type of apps for your phone for dating, there are people out there. They specifically won't date other types of races. Hell, let's go even one step further with the LGBTQ LMNOF and say that there are people that are not going to date people that are trans. Now, is that racist? Is that hateful? Is that, in my opinion, no, it's not. It's more of one's decision to be with or go and date what they prefer. But at the end of the day, it's a preference thing. It is a preference. It's not that people hate on that. But when you have people out there that kind of like this gal on Twitter saying, oh, people, you know, just basically throwing everybody, you know, all together and saying, oh, if you hoist the American flag, you're a racist. I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, you have that right to your opinion. I'm not going to take that away from her or anybody else that has that opinion. Uh, I think it's an ignorant statement to make. It's not truthful. But at the same time, it's not helpful to society. So I think, uh, I don't know, I think it's one of those things to where, at the end of the day, everyone's entitled to your opinions. You're entitled to your preferences. As long as, no matter what it is, Mm -hmm. is up here in your mind or in your brain, doesn't affect another person. Keep the shit to yourself. If you don't like someone for whatever the reason, that's fine, whatever. But when you go out and start stereotyping groups of people, just because they might be white or this and that, all you're doing is you're stoking the flames. And I think the flames have been stoked quite enough already in society. And uh, I don't know. I just, I just had the, those, those thoughts go through my mind this, uh, this afternoon. And I don't know what you guys think about it. I mean, I know it's a little far out there. But, I mean, you're not going to stop racism. Everyone's entitled to what they have to think. And uh, I'll just leave it at that. You know, and I, I know like what, what you basically said, um, like the same basically goes, you're entitled to your own opinion. You're just not entitled to your own facts. And, and I would be in agreement that this woman in question met, made a very ignorant statement because it, it's like she, de- you know, demeaned like, you know, like a cert- certain population of people, you know, that that hoist and wave the American flag because the reason 
you know, we, we see people like that wave the American flag is because that's their way of saying that they love this country. I mean, if, if this woman wants to wave the LGBTQ like rainbow flag, um, she she has a right to her opinion to, and to say that she loves that culture, but don't force it on everybody else. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that 100 percent. Now, the, you know, you might have people out there, though, Eric, and, and I'll play mm-hmm. devil's advocate that say, oh, well, you waving your LGBTQ flag in front of the face of everybody. Isn't that aren't you pushing that in uh, into society? Are, are you kind of like putting people's faces? Or could you say the same thing about the American flag as well? No, I, I would. Well, the same could be said about the American flag, but whether they 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 like it or not, you know, they they have the option just to ignore it and look the other way. But 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 you know, but but people who just want to want to harp on it, and make a big stink about it, and want to shame people for it. I mean, to me, that's just, in in my view, not acceptable. Because I mean, you know, we, we should be all about lifting people up and not putting people down. But but I know that that's where society fails. Well, and here's the, and well, here's the big difference though for you. The biggest difference is that you have a flag. You take the LGBTQ and whatever other letters you want, and that's only representing a group of people. That is true. You take, you take the Black Lives Matter flag. Again, that's only representing a portion of society. Now, when you're when you're trying to, here's the biggest difference in all of this. When you're trying to push that into everyone's faces, you're stirring the pot. Because the difference between those two flags and the American flag is the American flag represents our entire nation, all Americans. Mm-hmm. And that's what it should be all about. Hurt, you uh, would you like to chime in on any of this? I read that thing. Um, I think it was yesterday. I and no, oh, I'm here. Did you hear me? Go ahead. Oh no, I, I read that thing yesterday, and, and she just irritated me. And one thing in there was she was complaining about how uh, or commenting about how bad it bothered her all the explicitives against Joe Biden. It's like my lord, the people you support. What about what they were saying about, you know, Donald Trump up to and including during the election? I mean, I'm sure one's not any worse than the other. So you, you can't get mad at something your own group does. But uh, no, she she irritates me. I I put down there in the chat. I had something to hoist for and it. You know, it was a, it was a middle <laughs> finger. But uh, I'm, I'm glad the American flag bothers her. Hope I, I hope it bothers her enough to get the hell out of our country, to tell you the truth. And that's that's what I say. You know, there that uh, you know that other guy that uh, I listened to last week uh, on his own podcast, a uh, self-proclaimed socialist. Uh, how he wishes uh, America would be more more into socialism, and uh, if he had it his way, he would move into a socialistic country. I'm like, well, what's fucking stopping you, dude? Well, it, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like I've said before. I'm not going to go over to Eric's house or your house and say, you know what, I don't like your furniture. And start changing everything. I'm just going to leave if I don't like it that much. And that's kind of the way I feel about the people coming into our country. You don't like the way it is. You don't like the way it's ran. Then get out. You, you know how to, to leave. You know, you found the door on your way in. I'm not trying to be rude to them, but you can't go to someone else's home. And by home, I'm talking about America. And expect them to change just because you want it changed. Yeah, you really can't. And uh, it's a sad situation that 
people feel the way they do. They have every right to, but like we preach on their show, uh, the ball isn't always in your court. Uh, it's all a matter of what you're going to, you know, what are you going to do with it? I mean, you, you make your own decisions in your life. You want to uh, stay miserable and not uh, be a patriot and not give a shit about the country, then move uh, move along. Go somewhere else. Go where you'll f- embrace your their culture. If you don't exactly. with this culture, which kind of leads into my next thing as far as, you know, culture here in the United States, how it seems that the citizens of this country have to accommodate everybody else's culture. Um, I don't know what your guys' thoughts on that are, but does it seem to you as Im- more and more immigration comes into this country, whether it be legal or illegal, uh, we'll not discuss that. Does that have an effect on American culture? And do you feel that people, the citizens of this country, are feeling pressure to basically embrace other cultures? I think they're being pressured by the powers that be. Eric, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. What's that? No, oh, was, go ahead. You were saying, do you think they feel they're being pressured? I, I think the people are being pressured by the powers that be. Cause they're the one pushing it down their necks. And now you got all this new teaching in school, you know, teaching how wrong this culture is and how wrong past history was. So, you know, the, the grandson of the great, great, great grandfather who did wrong back then should suffer and feel like shit about it. And, you know, I thought we were done with those days when you had to pay for the sins and the indebtedness of. Your- yeah, well, we thought, we thought that, that those times were, Far from gone, but are they are far from gone? But uh, we thought they were back in the past, but unfortunately, no. What about you, Eric? Do you think uh, it's be- being forced on uh, our society to make our society change our ways and be more accommodating to everybody else? And what do you feel? How do you feel about that? Yeah, you know, I'm not really, re- really like not keen on that kind of change because I think really what it comes down to, in, in a sense, is you know the, these people who preach. Unity really don't want unity, as the saying basically goes. They want conformity, and conformity is something that 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 we shouldn't really be standing for. Yeah, I I agree. Conformity should not be. I'm not all about that. I'm all about if if you you came here for a reason, you wanted to be a part of this country, whether you're legal or not. Uh, I I do advocate that you're you are, but. I think the reason you came to this country is to be a part of this culture, to be a part of this country, not not to continue the horrific, I don't know, I, maybe I shouldn't say horrific society, but the culture that you came from, you're trying to escape that. So I don't know. I, I, it would be interesting to pick the minds of people that have immigrated here that right. do have that from background that want to, you know, force whatever it is, whether it be their culture, their religion, whatever it is upon, you know, their current where, where they live. And, uh, I, I don't understand that. I would love to try to understand that, but you know, in the, the back of my mind, psychologically thinking it's like one of those things to where if you're bringing all, if you're bringing the, uh, garbage with you, then why did you leave in the first place? And, uh, I don't know. We're going to take a, uh, our first time out. We'll be right back right after the short break. You're listening to the Slightly Show on Wednesday. 
You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Welcome back. I know uh, Jeremy is going to be Jeremy's going to be joining us. us, yes. You'll be calling us here very briefly, momentarily. Uh, as he uh, is uh, dialing his phone numbers and all that good stuff, I do want to uh, bring to your attention your beloved president, you literal you know what I want to say, but I'm not. I'm going to try to be nice. I need to watch the blood pressure. But your uh, president, I guess I should say our president, <coughs> he was in Europe today, apparently, uh, speaking with the troops. And I'm going to play you a clip. It's very brief, but I cannot believe what came out of his mouth. So take a listen, because I think we actually got the audio and video pretty well ready to go. Of course not. I see. I say that, and then I. It just unbelievable. But anyways, that's coming up in just a second. I'll fill in while it's coming up. I want to thank you all for serving. Y'all suck. I don't like the military. Goodbye. All right. Oh my lord! It's Cindy. You're fourteen years old. I'm fourteen. Did anybody catch that? I couldn't understand what he said. I'll play it for you one more time. He keeps forgetting that he's president. I heard that part. What did he say before really? that? Though? That's what you're going to tell men and women of our armed forces? You forget you're fucking president of the United States? Really, Joe? But what did he say before that? Oh, let's not get into the pedophile type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind then. Well, we can. What, what did he no, say? No, that's okay. I just didn't understand what he said before. But yeah, it's bad enough that he forgets he's president. He was, he was saying something about Sydney, who's 14 years old. He's got 14-year-olds on the mind, apparently. I don't know. So nothing about somebody crossing their legs and looking 19 anymore. No, that was last week, Bert. Okay. I didn't know if you were like, you know, part of the same video or what. So, so he's still creepy old man on this video too. Part two. Yeah. It's a, a creepy old man who doesn't know that he, he's uh, he doesn't remember that he's president. Maybe that's because he knows he cheated and that's, he's got to be reminded that, Hey, yeah, you actually won. Remember? Well, you know how they call the plane he flies on air force one. We can call him comp one creepy old man president. Oh, that's. That is Ooh, wow. code name. You know how like you always have to have a code name. Yeah, that is good. I, you deserve a raise. Cubella yeah. Kate says that pedo does like pe- like pedo like like plus podus. Oh, hold on, Eric. Slightly talking about giving me a forty percent raise off a of zero. Got to figure <laughs> out what that is. Oh my gosh! Just I'll use new math. Thanks for the ice cream over on D Live. I appreciate the. Uh, it's uh, Nancy Pelosi's favorite dessert, by the way. And welcome to Spartan Zero 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 Superior One. You know, and, yes. Oh, we're and thanks for that ice cream too, Bert. Uh, thanks, there, Bert. We're actually starting to pick up some live listeners over there. And make sure you follow us over there, by the way, too. I couldn't let Jess lick me. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jeremy Cummings of Cummings' Culture. Welcome to the show. How are you tonight, buddy? What's going on? 
another day. Uh, I would love to stay in paradise, but it's been a rough day. Yeah. Um, you know, you were talking about the culture and all that, right? Yes. Okay. So here recently, it's a high school that's in my county. Uh, it was, uh, it got really popular. It was a petition going around and I haven't even had time to talk about it. But since you brought the topic up, there was a student who is in the country illegally. He is a dreamer. And, um, you know, because American kids don't have dreams. Only people that come to the country illegally do. Yeah. And um, this kid went out and he, uh, he he walked across the stage to get his diploma. But when he did, guess what he had wrapped around him? Did he have a Mexican blanket wrapped around it? He had a Mexican flag wrapped around him. And guess what the school did? They refused to give him his diploma. And as far as I know, he still doesn't have it, right? That's right. He still does not have his diploma. Yeah, I really? saw that. And this is because he had the, the Mexican flag wrapped around it? Yeah, yeah, he took the Mexican flag and he wrapped it around him. And he tried to make a big political statement, which is it's becoming a problem here. To where, like, it's this younger generation, like, they're, they're, there's a lot of dreamers here, and they, they wanna, they wanna have the Mexican flag, and they've been trying to wave it at, gra uh, at the graduations and stuff like that. It even got to the point where my, uh, our local school system, uh, the soccer team, which I don't even know why they have one, but, um, they, they have a soccer team, and, uh, of course, you know, you can guess what, kind of people are on the soccer team, but um, they, uh, they they were taking pictures with the uh, Mexican flag and posting it on social media. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I get it. I, here's the, th here's the thing. And I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know whether or not I agree or disagree with them not giving him his diploma because he had now it was the Me the Mexican flag like wrapped around his like outfit like the yes down and yes. all that yes gotcha now see here's the thing I'm sure that many schools all across the country during graduation and even probably colleges have this basically you know a dress code and so I don't, in my opinion, they probably would not even allow another student to have the American flag draped around them as well. And apparently, if, that such a if, that, if that's the kind of policy, then I'm okay with it. But if they were going to allow people to, to you know, if they allow a United States flag draped around their gown, whether I agree with it or disagree with it, I'm going to say that I would be personally be okay if they wanted to represent the country that they're from. You know, I mean, you see the, some of the remarks they will write on top of their hat and everything else. And that's a lot worse. Some of those are than just having a Mexican flag wrapped around you to get your diploma. And those people get them. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, but I don't, I don't agree with it. And let me tell you why I don't agree with it. I, I don't agree with, I don't think that, like if you're so proud of where you're from, like if you're so proud of your heritage and where you're from, then why the hell aren't you over there? I mean, this is America. Like this is our country. You 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 want to be here? You want to you want to have all the luxuries and the benefits and all of these things? You wanna you you want to get the benefits of America? 
but you want to raise the flag of someone else. No, screw you, piss off, get out of our country. That's the way I think about it. And it's not a, yeah, a white supremacist thing. It's not. A, it's, it's nothing like that. But Cummings, what are you going to tell somebody who's Scottish and prefers to wear kilts and may have Scottish flags, you know, hanging from the rear view mirror and everything else? You know, they like their heritage. Are you going to tell them to get out? I mean, if he, I don't have a problem with him having a Mexican flag. I'd have a problem if he went up and told the principal, hey, when you hand me your diploma or my diploma, you need to speak in Spanish. Right. And, you know, changing those kind of rules. That's where I would have an issue. And I get slightly dress code rule. And I agree with that part of it, too. But I don't have an issue with somebody being proud of their heritage. It's just when they want to change things here to reflect where they came from, like what Slightly was referring to earlier. Just stay the hell there then if you like it so much. Well, I mean, but but what I'm saying is you've got these kids that you're kicking them out of school because they're wearing a rebel flag or something of that nature. It's no different. If you look at if you go back and you want to look at history from it that way and you want to kick a kid out of school for wearing the rebel flag, then you would should want to kill. uh, You should want to kick kids out of school for wearing the Mexican flag because of what happened at the Alamo. And I'm not disagreeing with you because I think they should be able to wear the rebel if they want to, too, because a lot of people, that's their history. That's their culture, you know, and a rebel flag, depending on what side of the story you want to believe on the war of northern aggression. I mean, seriously, you can look at that rebel flag two different ways, but you've got to dig into the history of it to know the truth of it. So I don't I don't have a problem with them wearing it, the guy wearing the Mexican flag or or whatever. I mean, the only one I'd really have a problem with is somebody walked in and had a, you know, a Nazi flag. That's where I draw a line. But yeah, and again, I, that's not particularly a country's flag. So I'm just saying the double standard of it all. You get what I'm saying? Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, double standard. I, I, I agree with you from the perspective of, I wouldn't personally agree with it. I would be thinking, what the hell are you doing here? Just like you would be in your mind, but I'm not going to prohibit that person from trying to express whatever outlandish thoughts they have about why they want to represent a country that they came from and really wanted to get away from. I mean, that's their own problem. That's not my problem, but uh, to prohibit that, but you know, at the same time, I mean, let's, let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, okay. So let's take a look at, at this whole picture. You know, if we're going to talk about freedoms, and if we want to allow people to have flags, no matter whether it's a, a rainbow flag, a Black Lives Matter flag, an American flag, a Mexican flag, all of them, well, not all of them, but, you know, the United States, they've had horrible things happen in, the, in our country. We've had uh, slavery and all that in the past. Uh, the Nazis, you know, obviously, for obvious reasons. At, at what point do we just not say, hey, whatever flag you want, fucking go ahead. I mean, at least if you do that, at least you're aware of who believes in what and what to look out for. I don't know. That's just, I mean, it sounds a little way out there. But, I mean, it's either that or are we just going to say, hey, you know what? No flags anywhere. Well, I mean, I don't think, I don't think there's a problem with the American flag. I, I mean, that's it, it, the country you're in. I mean, my God, get over it. Like that woman that was talking about, the, she got the LGBTQIA, Z flag. Um, but, you know, when, when you're talking about flags and you're talking about a graduation, 
I, I'm I'm on the same stance with Pertwee about them writing the things on top of their hats. Like we didn't do that when we graduated because it was against dress code. But um, I just don't understand it. Like what? Where is the time and the place for that? It's definitely not at a graduation when you're in a country where you're getting to do something that if you were in the other country over there, you would be fighting for your life, living in the middle of hell with cartels everywhere. And it's just well, like, it, to me, it's just disrespectful for anybody to wear. I mean, even the, even the American flag, like or not, not the American flag, even the rebel flag to me, it's, it, it's disrespectful. And I, I just don't agree with it with anybody doing it. Like wear your, wear, wear your cap and gown, walk up there. If you're Scottish and you want to wear a kilt, you're just fine. You're wearing a dress anyway. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. But the other thing is, it's like, you know, when, when you have these students go up to make their speeches, everyone knows that they are modified. They can't, the students can't speak what they want. I mean, don't you think they should be, I mean, for God's sakes, these, these kids are getting, uh, you know, their diplomas and, you know, hopefully most of them are going to college, uh, are continuing on into adulthood, quote unquote. Shouldn't they be allowed to basically make whatever type of speech they want? I always had a problem with that. I mean, why shouldn't we hear what, uh, what's on the minds of graduating high school students? And all I hear is frogs. Crickets. Better than crickets, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Nothing's ever going to get solved until, uh, people, like I said, people start uh, getting involved in their communities and Stop watching the fucking news news media that's out there. The under what is this undercover one? What is going on undercover one? You've got your background music and you didn't even realize it. Just get Cummings on a line, let him play. <laughs> no, right. Just let it go in the background. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, I know what I wanted to ask you. What 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 is this uh, app that you uh, are taking a look at? I know we were supposed to talk off the air, but you know. Yeah, it, it's called Clapper. Um, it's uh it's an app just like TikTok. Oh. But it's uh it's a it's the American version of TikTok, but it doesn't have the little like high school girls doing like the you know dances and stuff. And um like I was on there and I was wondering, you know, how they were before I was gonna tell anybody about it. But dude, I'm telling you, like I've seen people shooting M16s on Clapper and they're not taking videos down, so it looks pretty legit to me. That's interesting. That's crazy. I'll have to check that out. It's a conservative alternative to TikTok. In other words, I've I've heard um, Buckeye Bi Biker God talk about that when I looked at the woke conservative podcast there for a minute, but haven't been in that show in a few months. Well, I, I mean, I, it doesn't necessarily have to be a conservative spot. I mean, I'm open to everybody uh, listening. Uh, you know, we don't want to get to narrow ourselves down. I mean, true. At one point or another, we're going to have to start flipping some of those liberals over into the it's, conservative party. Get shit done. So. It's not really conservative, though. I thought it was really like I thought it was about to be an ultra conservative type deal. And it's not. They have uh, they they legitimately like there was this liberal woman on there earlier. And like she was like, you looked at her, you knew like as soon as the video popped up. And she was talking about, you know, all these different things. And, you know, so I just scroll on past the video. Mm -hmm. And uh, the difference between TikTok and uh, Clapper is if you don't like something, you can dislike it. Like you, 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 you have a thumbs up button and a thumbs down. 
their AI doesn't limit you. Um, like, uh, like, um, TikTok, um, their AI only generates, uh, views through a certain amount of people. Like if you don't get any shares on TikTok, then you're probably going to get about 30 to 50 people to see your video, even though you may have 300 followers, but over there you can have 60 followers and have 500 views on a video because they just don't limit it through AI. That's interesting. That's pretty crazy. I'll have to check that out. Uh, definitely. Cause I think uh, my days over on airtime, I'm, I'm like, it's like a waste of my time to uh, head over there. You can go live immediately over on Clapper too. You don't need a certain amount of followers to go live. Well, nice. And they, and they have a radio feature. I haven't used it yet, but um, they have a radio feature. I'm not even sure what it's about, but I've used the live feature. Like I did a test video earlier to see what would happen if I went live. And I had like 20 people in there immediately. That's awesome. I like that. That's good stuff. What is going on there, uh, Nonsense? Good to see you, my friend. Uh, did you see the lady in Ohio who uh, whose key stuck to her neck? Magnetism. I have not seen that. I've heard about I, the magnetism. True or not? I mean, I've been hearing that about like the, the so-called COVID vaccine slash shot. Like, like if you like, like where the like the injection spot, like whether it's on your right shoulder or left shoulder, where they would typically inoculate you on the arm. Like if you put a magnet up to it, it would stick to it. Which I think that's some very freaky stuff. We I've tested it. Oh, have you? Has it worked? Yeah, it, it, it's got like a like it worked on my uh, grandma because I was you know I was gonna test it and then my grandpa died and uh, is that shit? That, yeah, well, it did on my grandma, but it didn't on my mom. Oh, my grandma, no. Oh. My grandma, my grandma got Moderna, and my uh, mom uh, got Pfizer, and it didn't work on one of my mom's arms, but it did on the other. So it was kind of like a iffy thing. Well, is it really, but on my grandma, they, they did it in opposite arms and it stuck to both sides of the arm, like right where they had the injection site and you could kind of feel it pull. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. If, if, if you're going to take a shot and then you're going to have shit fucking flying to you because it's magnetized. I, I, I am sorry. I, I strongly have to advise you not to get that. Well, thing. if you're holding a magnet up and it, and it pulls it, then they've got some uh, ferrous metals in that, in that vaccine. That cannot be good for you. I wouldn't think so. Unbelievable. Hey, you got, never mind. No, go ahead. It's uh, we, we <laughs> no, like I just going to say, do you, have you taken your daily iron today? But I figured it was in poor taste. It's okay if it's a poor taste. I mean, what do we got to lose at this point in society? Anyways, um, there was a another thing uh, that happened at that same, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, speech that Biden had in front of the troops. Apparently, while he was, uh, you know, telling the troops of our country that uh, he forgets that he's president, uh, while the first lady was uh, speaking, she had to uh, turn around and tell Joe Biden, hey, pay attention, you fuck. Not necessarily in those words, but and uh, if you're on the uh, D Live, you kind of see the video of that. Of basically, her turning around saying, "Hey, Joe, pay attention, douchebag." It's a mockery, folks. This whole administration is, and I don't know where we go from here. Uh, you know, you have a, you have a lot of people out there still saying, you know, come August, just wait, just wait for the coup. I don't you think. Got- what? 
you got Steve Bannon saying it now. Yeah, you do. But how much? How much? I mean, how, how are you really like on board? I mean, I mean, you heard all this other bullshit at the beginning of the year. How? Oh, this is gonna happen. Just wait. Just wait. I mean, I give it like less than one percent. What about you? I'm not, no, I'm not on board with it. I mean, I, I, listen, there's nobody. There's nobody on this panel tonight. There'll be nobody on any other panel ever. There's nobody out there in America. There's nobody out there in the world that wants Donald Trump to be the president of the United States. No more than I do. But uh, you got to talk to Honeybee about that one. Uh, it's 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 just it's just not gonna happen if it if it happens if it happens you will see cummings running through the street with his shirt off like paul revere and you'll be able to hear me running all over the world like the trump is coming the trump is coming but weren't like just telling us that august he was going to be reinstated or you were just no I was just pointing out that Steve Bannon has now said it. By the way, when's Steve Bannon going to turn into the Hulk? Oh, there I did, David. (laughs) I don't think, if it were to happen, though, coming, I sincerely think you would see civil war. I guarantee it. Agreed. I don't think so. You don't think that if there was a coup and Trump took over the presidency of the United States, you don't think they would start a war within the United States. Who's going to start the war? Oh my God. Look what these fucking idiots do when some, some guy, uh, some criminal convicted killer gets shot by a police officer. Look what they do just for that. Look, who's going to be in charge of the military though. You you think he's going to allow people to do that? I'm just saying if there was a coup and Trump was reinstalled on the, on the 15th of August, like it was all of a sudden happened. And these people started, oh, we're going to go take to the streets and we're going to throw rocks. They're not going to throw rocks. They're going to throw bullets. So, I mean, it's to me, it's just I don't know. I don't know if it would happen. I think it would have to go to the Supreme Court. I think we would have to see like I would think we would have to see a national agency recognize him as president of the United States first. I know I've seen a video the other day. You probably seen it, too. It was of a uh, person who was in full military. Uh, outfit and like they were saying, hey, we're not spreading conspiracy, but this just happened. His buddy retired, and he, you know, when they get their discharge letters, yeah. it's always signed by the current president. It was signed by President Donald John Trump, and it was signed, it was dated for that day. So, I mean, I, you like, there's things out there that people are now like they're seeing and they're questioning and they're deep diving into it. Nobody wants it to happen no more than I do, but I just don't see it happening. But Cummings, you're backing up and talking about what would have to happen for him to get reinstated. And what Slightly was saying was if he was reinstated, that there would be a civil war. So he's, he's going past what you were, what you were talking about. Yeah. I think his answer was no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't think it's going to happen. Now, I'm not going to say that uh, you know states all around our country are going to come up with uh, audit, uh, you know these audits that are being done with the election, and come up with that Joe Biden indeed was not elected as the president of the country. Uh, I think something should and must be done about that. I'm not saying that President Trump should come back into office. But what I am saying is that if indeed these audits around different states of the country show 
that there was enough fraud out there that would reflect Biden not winning the election that he needs to be removed. His whole entire administration should be removed. James, I want to ask you a question about that. Yeah. And then I got to run. But um, now let me ask you now that when people talk about the audits and stuff, the audits are great. I hope the audits, you know, they, they get the truth. I don't care if it's the truth that Biden legitimately won or that there was fraud. I just want the truth, you know. But um, if the if it comes back and it was fraudulent and he Biden lost in Arizona, Biden lost in Pennsylvania, Biden lost in Georgia, Biden lost in uh, in Wisconsin, he lost in Michigan. Michigan and he comes back and he lost in all these states. People are not realizing the, 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 the complications of all that because it's just not Biden that that lost. It's down ballot. Yeah, and, and not only that, but I mean, all the positions in the entire administration that would, I mean, we would not be dealing, I guarantee you, we would not be dealing with a situation at the border that we currently are experiencing if Donald Trump was still our president. So, well, uh, and you've also got to look at like Senate races in, um, in, in critical swing states, as well as like, like House districts that are you know, very competitive, um, which are called like the gerrymandering districts. But uh, we'll see. Well, I, you know, time, time will tell, I guess. I mean, we have enough issues that uh, we, we have to worry about other than the uh, presidency at this point. Uh, I don't know. That's <sighs> just woosah. Take uh, if you have an alcoholic beverage or some uh, CBD or something, it's a good time to take some of that. Wish let I me had. lighten your let me lighten your show up before I leave. Uh oh, he's going to bring the gay frogs around. And thanks for the second round of ice cream there, Pertwee, and the and the rocket to the moon emojis from Pertwee and Jess and myself on D Live. Oh, rockets! I hope uh, Dogecoin's going to be rocketing soon to the moon again. Goodbye, guys. I enjoyed it. I'm waiting for something to be. Fun. What? <laughs> I thought he was going to play something. What happened? Guess not. Um, um, he said something about, I'm going to leave you with, uh, what was it, enlightenment or whatever? Was the whole thing him leaving? I don't get that one. I don't know. I, I kind of got, got lost in translation, I think. What, what happened, Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's take a short time out. We'll take our last time out of the night while uh, Jeremy is gathering the gay frogs. Board crap out. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Make sure you get the gay frogs. Make sure they're okay. We'll be right back. You listen to the Slightly Serious Show on a Wednesday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. Sure you check out coming culture tomorrow at six or seven, depending on where the hell you. <laughs> um, and and thanks to Jess for the ice cream and two lemons over on D Love. Oh my gosh, they're they uh they are tempting me to empty the treasure chest over on D Live. Uh, let me let's go check know. of our treasure chest is we gave a lot of uh, lemons away. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and it kind of depleted the lemons. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a look. And 
we'll put some in uh, over there. If you're uh, over on D Live, we're gonna load up the treasure chest and uh, distribute some damn lemons. So uh, <laughs> thanks, Perry, for that. Two lemons. So basically, reward you for having to sit through each and every episode listening to the shit that comes out of my mouth. You get rewarded over on DLive. On Podbean, yeah, not so much, but we still appreciate you. Thanks for the claps there, Mike. I appreciate that. Uh, I got to remember how to uh, drop some lemons. Anyways, while I do that, we're going to go ahead and uh, bring a couple other stories. Um, give me one second. Uh, um, actually... Eric, you have, uh, I've, I've you have submitted. I've submitted a couple of stories, um, like on Twitter, but I think I might try to fit two of them into this this half hour. Um, uh, you know, and one story I'm just going to put in a nutshell. Um, I, I caught a story about um, Trump and Hannity's friendship. You know, be, began to break down when the Fox News host grew disgusted with the 2020 election lies, according to a new book. Um, but the stories I'm going to I would like to touch on is hundreds arrested in FBI-led global organized crime sting using a messaging app that Yahoo picked up from Axios. And and if we have time, um, Fox News host says Harris was chosen as VP because of her skin color. No. But that that the that the Grio picked up from you know that Yahoo picked up from the Grio.com. But I'm going to start with the the the, the Yahoo new news story from Axios. I'm pulling right. it up right now. We'll go ahead and start with you. All right. Um, an FBI-led um, sting using an encrypted messaging app has resulted in the arrests of, uh, of hundreds of suspected organized crime figures around the world, authorities in Australia announced Tuesday. You know, driving the news, authorities decided to use the Anom messaging app to track suspects globally. In an investigation after Aussie police officers and FBI agents came up with the idea to run the platform while having some after-work beers in 2018, according to the Australian police. Moving on, Australian Federal Police Commissioner Reese Kershaw said at a briefing Tuesday that suspected Australian mafia, Asian crime syndicates, drug traffickers, and members of outlawed motorcycle gangs were among 224 people arrested in the country. A hundred other suspects were arrested in raids in places including the United States, Europe, Asia, South America, the Middle East, and New Zealand, 18 countries in all, and more arrests were expected. You know, what, what, did, what they did in, in a scene called Operation Ironside in Australia and Trojan Shield in the U.S., authorities decrypted and tracked some 25 million messages in real time monitoring discussions on planned executions, massive drug importations, and money laundering. Authorities said Australian fugitive Hakan Ayuk, um, I hope I pronounced that name correctly, a suspected major drug trafficker unknowingly helped the sting by recommending the app to associates after being given a device preloaded with Anom, which was sold on the black market. The encryption resulted in criminals being very brazen with no attempt to hide being any kind of confided, or excuse me, um, kind of like conversation, according to Kershaw. Essentially, they have handcuffed each other by endorsing and trusting Anom and openly communicating on it, not knowing they were watching the entire time he added by the numbers. Authorities said they prevented one 
planned mass shooting by an organized crime syndicate in an Australian suburb and 21 murder plots as they seized over three tons of drugs and $45 million in, in Aust- you know, that's Australian dollars. That would be equivalent to $35 million in, in U.S. currency and cash and assets. The Sting was the largest operation of its kind in Australia, involving some 4,000 Australian officers with about 9,000 law enforcement involved globally. What they're saying, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison said at the briefing, the operation had struck a heavy blow against organized crime, one that will echo around organized crime around the world. Kershaw said the FBI had the lead on this with Aussie police provided the technical capability to decrypt those messages. Some of the best ideas come over a couple of beers, he added. What, what to watch the FBI and its European counterpart, Europol, will announce their own findings later Tuesday, said Anthony Russo, FBI legal attache at the U.S. Embassy in Australia, which I, I thought that was quite interesting, to say the very least. Um, Especially if you have like messaging apps that you think are encrypted and you don't think you're being watched. I think that's a message for organized criminals to think again if, if you'd be in agreement with that sentiment. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I mean, especially in a time uh, we are where even with, you know, I have my cell phone right here on my desk. And according to many people out there, it listens to me and fucking shows me advertisements. Uh, so there's nothing secure anymore. So mm-hmm. if you. You're a, a criminal. Uh, hell, I don't even trust certain apps out there, such as uh, there's one that I use that supposedly is encrypted called Signal. Uh, there's the other one, Telegram. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. There's nothing out there that is going to be completely secretive. Uh, so be aware what the shit, what kind of type of shit that comes out of your mouth, because somewhere, some way, someone is out there listening to you. That's uh, I guess uh, that's all I have to say okay. on that. that it's is pretty true. amazing how well, and we're also oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, uh, you there slightly? Yes, I am. Um, I think um, the point is is um, and and we've even you know seen like how, how like the like the FISA court and FISA warrant process has been abused, but I think that would be kind of like separate from this, unless there might be be you know some connection we don't know about but i would imagine that'd be a discussion for like another day yeah no definitely we can uh, talk about that another time but uh, that was a good article and uh, it just goes to show you for those of you that think oh it says that nobody can knows what i'm talking about yeah right. i, I don't know if pert we would want to weigh in on this one or not pert do you think there's anything out there that's so secure that you don't have to worry about what you say yeah called a brick (laughs) i mean i don't think there's anything out there that does not have some sort of spyware built into it now whether it's you know malicious spyware or so-called advertisement spyware i really don't i don't care what they advertise it as it's in there it's in the programming you download apps whatever you do i mean now you even got to be concerned when you buy certain memory sticks offline some of those contain spyware that uploads onto whatever device you plug them into whether it's your computer your phone or your tablets. Well, it's just like the the ring uh, cameras. I mean, even mm-hmm. those things. I mean, they're going to steal people's internet uh, broadband. Yep. 
It's unbelievable. That's and that's why I say, you know, it's great that there's people out there that have great minds and they're forward thinkers and they can advance technology. But at the end of the day, to as technology advances, folks, the vanishing of your freedoms and your privacy go along with that. You get to see less and less of that. So careful what you wait for, I guess. What else you got, uh, Eric? You had uh, one other one that you want to do a a nutshell on? I'm going to do a story about, um, you know, like the, like the, like the Fox news personality. Um, I'm pulling that story up right now. Um, You know, the griot.com, you know, had a story about um, Katie, Katie, I think Katie Pavlich from Fox News um, that saying that Harris is what happens when you choose VP based on skin color. Um, and I think her and uh, Geraldo de Vera, Rivera had a heated debate on this. It's the, the griot.com, right? Not the gringo.com. Yes. Griot.com. Okay. Um, during a segment on Fox News Channel in which a group of hosts were discussing Vice President Kamala Harris's recent trip to the border, Katie Pavlik said Harris was chosen for the office because she's a black woman. Harris just returned from her first trip abroad since being elected, and many officials on both the left and the right of the political spectrum have taken issue with how it was handled. Well, this is what happens when you choose your vice president based on gender and skin color rather than actual talent and expertise, said Pavlik. We're seeing that disaster unfold right now. Fellow host Geraldo Rivera, who had just been speaking critically about Harris's trip and skeptically about her possible 2024 presidential run, jumped to her defense. Oh, I, I don't agree with that. That That's so, so mean, he said. She was attorney general for the state of California. She was a United States senator. You, you can't demean her just because she disagrees with you. Pavlik, in response, said, well, there's a reason why she got zero votes and then had to drop out of the race before they even started taking votes. Many users, many Twitter users criticized Pavlik's comments, calling them racist. Um, at Harold, and like a Twitter, Twitter message like at Harold Rivera, I appreciate you saying what you said, said one Twitter user that was, you know, discussing what she said, and it shows how comfortable people are with their racism at Katie Pavlik. What this what was this bad on live TV? I can imagine how worse she's behind the scenes. She was adamant, du- doubled down on that, unacceptable. But the border between the U.S. and Mexico has seen an influx of migrants in recent months, and experts say it is because of Biden's rollback on former President Donald Trump's extremely strict border policies. When asked about whether she would travel to the U.S. border during her Mexico and the Mexico and Guatemala, Harris did not give straightforward answers, according to CNN. NBC's Lester Holt asked her why she hadn't yet visited, and Harris replied, you know, we, we've been to the border, so this whole, whole, this whole, this whole thing about the border, we, we've, we've been to the border, we, we've been to the border. You know, funny how Harris is repeating herself. Holt went on to say that she hadn't been to the border, and Harris reportedly laughed it off. Eventually, the vice president said she would visit the border in the future and that the real issue at hand should be solving the root cause leading to people 
migration. That is what she w- will be focusing on, according to recent statements on Twitter. A bipartisan group of critics have been vocal about their issues with the Biden administration's handling of the growing crisis at the border. Biden has since made many public moves to try to mitigate what is being called a crisis. And um, that basically wraps that story up right there. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have the audio and all that, but even in recent interviews that Kamala has given, anytime Mm -hmm. she asked about if she's been to the border, when is she going to go to the border? When are you going to go to the border, Kamala? When? Her only response, she laughs it off. She says, haha, we've been to the border. I haven't been to the border. I haven't been to Europe. The fuck kind of answer to the question is that, Kamala? People want to know when you, the vice president of this country that has been chosen by Joseph Biden to take care of a border crisis with a rushing plethora of illegal immigrants entering our country. Not one time have you been to the border and you just want to laugh it off. You say, I've been there before. Yeah, you probably have been there before when there was no issues at the border, not to the extent that we're facing now. You mean she was probably there when Trump was in office? Probably. I mean, what else? I don't know when, when else she was there, either that or maybe she was over there on a wild night heading over to Tijuana to go party. I don't know. Because like, like Eric just read, she sure as hell not qualified to be the vice president of this country. She has not done a damn thing. She has no credentials to be in such a position. And the reporter calling it out how it is, calling, uh, what is it my, my favorite uh, line is? Calling a spade. Oh, uh, the spade, spade. Yeah. And basically calling it out that she was solely, and I agree with you, she was the only reason Kamala was chosen as vice president. She brought the race card with her along with her being a female. Oh, uh, that's what no, I was going to say. No. You don't think her double minority status qualifies her for that black and female. Yeah. She's got all the criteria in that essence. Yes, that is true. But as far as to be a qualified candidate, to be a vice president of the United States, no, just because you're a woman, a woman of color, that doesn't give you the pedigree to become vice president, in my opinion. I think uh, a lot more of that uh, comes along with that. It would just be like me hiring someone, a, a female of color, without having any knowledge, uh, not having any experience using tobacco products. Would it make sense for me to bring in? And and I'm not. Let's not even bring uh, color or the gender up. Would it make any complete sense for me to bring in an employee that has never utilized a tobacco product in their life? They've never smoked a cigarette in their life. They've never chewed tobacco. They don't smoke cigars. None of that. Well, it depends. (laughs) Well, that's a different story, Bert. (laughs) But seriously, I mean, that does not that makes absolute zero business sense. Kind of like bringing in Kamala Harris to be the vice president of the United States. Now, I totally get the qualifications based on the Democratic Party, but the Democratic Party, obviously, they don't uh, require the pedigrees uh, that 
the people of the United States should demand uh, from the people that, quote unquote, represent them. Well, they can't even look at it and say to themselves, this is the best we had to offer as runner up. I'll be I'll be honest with you, as as much as I wouldn't agree with it, and, and I'll go back to this. To be honest with you, you might as well have put Michelle Obama as his vice president. I mean, she has the same sort of qualifications as Kamala, in my opinion. I kind of think she may uh, have a little more qualification than Kamala Ding Dong. Yeah, at least she has the. Uh, at least she had the experience of being the first lady. Right. I mean, I'm I'm sure she's heard some things that she probably shouldn't have heard, and you know, seen some things handled in ways that uh, would benefit a sitting VP now, as opposed to what we have. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a sad state of affairs on that, but I do agree with that article that you read, Mr. Eric. I think it was very well said. Oh, yeah. But uh, the, I think the reason I didn't read the Sean Handy Donald Trump article, I'm, I'm sure that that story's already been ran into the ground numerous times, and, and people already have their feelings about, about the love-hate relationship between Trump and Hannity. Well, I know that, you know, Hannity was getting a lot of... Everybody was a lot of flack. He was getting a lot of flack because he was basically kissing Donald Trump's ass so much. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, Tucker and uh, Trump had a pretty decent relationship, but Tucker, at least, basically, he didn't have any problem, you know, putting Trump on well, a spot about certain things. You know, and I like Judge, Judge Deneen on that network, you know, and her brand of like unapologetically, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. and her experience as a, as like a lawyer and, and, and a judge. And I remember one of her monologues from like 2016 where, where she talked about like during her time as a judge. Um, and she brought up like the Statue of Liberty quote of give me your tired, your poor and your huddle masses. And she talked about being a judge and having the privilege of swearing in newly naturalized citizens. And she talked about how, you know, Im- Im- immigrants at that time that, you know, did it legally and, you know, and and taking that oath to become an American citizen, they pledge their allegiance to this country from all enemies, foreign and domestic, to um, to to you know abide by our, our laws and stuff, and they could not be exempt from arrest like illegal immigrants are now in sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. Which, and and we do agree that this we do have like a broken immigration system that that needs fixing, but we know it's not going to be easy. It will not uh, be fixed until we have a. So we at least have, so we at least have the right people. Yes. Well, till we have a representative who's not going to be afraid and have some cojones to come up with policy that will fix what needs to be fixed, and obviously it has to do with, you know, uh, the processing of paperwork. To be honest with you, I think that's a large part of it. Uh, the other side of it is. You know, there's always going to be a certain amount of immigrants that are going to claim asylum. And obviously, yeah. there are laws in place for those people to claim asylum, and there's a process for that. But the other side of that, which I think is much more, I think, and I don't know the exact numbers, but I, I guarantee you that the numbers of just rampant illegal immigration, of just people jumping across the border, the hell with the asylum card. Uh, that's more of the, an issue that needs to be focused on than the, the entire asylum portion. But both of them need to be Hey, fixed. you know another policy that needs uh, to be we'll fixed? See. We'll see if uh, we ever get any type of representatives that will 
you know, like I said, have the cojones to address the problem, even though that might that might nix a talking point for them. And they don't necessarily like that. They always like to have talking points in their back pocket to stir up the crowd. Uh, a, couple, oh, yeah. a couple of the stories. We had some to say too. Yo, Pert, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, you know, another policy that needs to be fixed, and you may be just uh, leading into it right there. I was going to say the policy on this whole minimum wage increase. Yeah, minimum wage increase. I was actually heading that direction. and We got to uh, quit oh, sharing yeah. the same minds. <laughs> or, or if we had somebody of an opposite point of view, that'd be great. Um, and, and of course, devil's advocate himself, Yosef, uh, is, is back to this evening. Welcome back. Welcome back. So uh, as far as the... Uh, you know, minimum wage increases. Uh, you know, California has already set on to have the minimum wage at $15 an hour within the next couple of years. I think we're at $13 an hour. So within two years, we'll be at $15. And we've talked a lot about on this show how, you know, when you start to see the minimum wages all across this country reaching to that point of $15 an hour, kind of like how AOC and all the rest of the socialists out there in our government want to basically make it fair for everybody because God forbid the person working at McDonald's for a career lifetime job, uh, you know, I've said it before, but I'm not going to continue to go into that. But we have told you how increasing the minimum wage basically is going to make the middle class's dollar worth that much less. And we also told you that you're going to either see one of two things. Number one, either people are going to get laid off because businesses are not going to, they're not going to be able to afford it. They're not going to be willing to take that expense on. Or number two, you're going to start seeing your prices for your everyday products increase. And uh, the one uh, article that I'm about to read from thehill.com kind of reflects what we've been telling you over the past year. Chipotle is going to be increasing their prices after worker wage increase. Chipotle executives on Tuesday said they raised menu prices about 4% to make up for the company's recent decision to give its workers higher wages. Company CFO Jack Hartung said at the virtual Baird Global Consumer Technology and Services Conference that the restaurant chain would, quote, lose and would lose the staffing gain if it did not implement changes to cover the cost of raising worker wages to an average of $15 an hour. He says, quote, it feels like the right thing at the right time, and it feels like the industry is now going to have to either do something similar or play some kind of catch-up. Chipotle CEO Brian Nicole said that while the company would prefer not to raise its prices for consumers, it was a necessary step to account for the recent changes. Hartung added that despite rising ingredient costs across the restaurant industry as suppliers struggled to meet the return of demand following loosened pandemic restrictions, Chipotle was not planning on implementing any additional consumer price increases. Quote, ingredients costs, there's talk about it. We'll see where that lands, he said in a uh, CNBC, uh, that's what CNBC reported. In May, Chipotle announced the new starting wages for hourly crew members would range from $11 to $18 an hour. The fast casual eatery said, also said that at the time, it planned to hire 20,000 new employees across the United States to, quote, accommodate its peak season and staff an estimated 200 restaurants it plans to open up this year. The company in May also unveiled a $250 employee referral bonus for crew members and a $750 referral bonus for apprentices 
or general managers in an effort to, quote, attract even more talent by showcasing the potential income that can be achieved in a few short years. So there you have it. Like I said, as it's being coming mandated across the United States that minimum wage increases, so therefore your burgers and fries and everything else is going to be increased. Not only that, folks, but I also wanted to, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm just trying to say, I guess we told you so on this. I mean, that should not come to a surprise to anybody because businesses are not going to be in business just to accommodate you for free. <laughs> why, why, why suffer the stress and not make any damn money? Oh, come on, man. Uh, me as a business owner, I'm not in business just so I can provide a job. I mean, it's, it goes along with the feel good things about it. But at the end of the day, do you go to work to work for free? Well, I don't open a business. Only if you work at uh, American Airlines. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get to work for free at American Airlines. As long as you volunteer for it. Um, I think what, you know, with that American Airlines story, um, you know, they, they could have used the term furlough, if, but it just seems like they didn't, they didn't bring that up. Well, they were just asking for people to volunteer their time to work. They weren't going to get rid of people. Yeah, it wasn't they furlough. They free labor. They wanted exactly. slave labor. Yeah, it's well, kind of like slightly saying, be my producer and I'm not going to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say something relative so he would understand what we were talking about. See? Yeah. And here's the other thing, though, I, I want to bring up. You know, recently, you know, if, if you're a business owner, you pr and especially a retail store owner, you get at least a dozen calls a week for processing. People want to say, oh, I can beat those rates. I can beat those rates. I'll get you down to 0%. And uh, yeah, how much you paying? We'll compare. We'll beat it. We'll beat it. Well, I guess there's a new trend coming. And I think consumers uh, across the country should be aware of it because I think it's going to start happening everywhere. What these processing companies are starting to do and trying to entice business owners doing is pretty much I don't know. Has, has anybody ever gotten gas at Arco stations? Anybody? We don't have those here in Georgia. Arco or Barco? Have you, uh, have you uh, been to uh, Arco? Arco? No, I haven't seen one of those. So Arco, they generally have the cheapest price per gallon here on the West Coast. Now, the only thing that is kind of, kind of shitty, in my opinion, is they don't accept credit cards. They'll accept your debit card or cash. Now, if you pay with a debit card, you have to pay a 39-cent transaction fee. So where I'm going with that is that a lot of payment processors are encouraging business owners to basically, you know what? It's about damn time that business owners start putting the transaction fees on the consumer. Make your Agreed. customers pay for the transaction fee for the convenience. Otherwise, they can pay cash. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's right? No, I agree with it. They're the ones that are electing to use that form of trans, you know, payment. So let them pay the extra fees for it, just like you say. Otherwise, guess what? You're going to have a Chipotle. Hey, I'm paying more on fees. My product is going up to cover the fees I got to pay because you want to use this card. Right. So it's it's one yeah. way. You're saying, Bert, is uh, instead of increasing the the prices on your products, just pass through the transaction cost. Yeah, I like if Eric went in and paid and there was a transaction fee, let Eric pay his transaction fee. I want to give you cash so I save the money. Why do I have to pay for 
him inconveniencing, um, you know. That's um, and like here in Georgia, like I would pass by gas stations that charge um like so much for you know, like per, per gallon on gas, um, if you're paying cash, but they, they charge like five to ten cents extra if you're paying like credit or debit. And then there there have been, been businesses I've been to that will not flat out accept American Express, but they would accept MasterCard, Visa, and Discover. American yeah. Express has the Express highest transaction so rate. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Um and then, you know, like if I do cashback purchases at a Kroger grocery store or at like the Dollar General or or at the um, Dollar Tree, um, they, they now include like a like a fee, like a cashback fee, like a 50 cents or a dollar. Oh, that's nice. Just Duck. But, yeah. I know Just Duck says that it's illegal for them to add additional charges for credit cards. So what they do over there, like in they, Colorado, they give you a cash discount instead. That's kind of like uh, what Chevrons do. Uh, some Chevrons here in California, they there's a ten cent a gallon. You pay ten cents more a gallon if you use a credit card or a debit card, but it's ten cents cheaper a gallon if you pay cash. Or so if you have some kind of like rewards card. Yeah, that uh, that uh, that as well. But uh, you know, keep it keep things in mind. I mean, I think you're starting. I don't think we've seen you know, the influx of inflation yet, but you're definitely going to start seeing it soon with or without minimum wage prices, uh, minimum wage going up. Well, you're not seeing much of Pretty soon you'll be paying right like $10 because, a gallon for milk. You're not seeing much inflation right now because there's not a lot of product out there to inflate for anyone to buy. There's so much shortage, especially in the manufacturing field. Well, you know what I see a shortage of part and, and maybe it's just, maybe Costco's just not uh, continuing to buy the brand. Um, what do you, I use Morton salt a lot, right? Uh-huh. Use Morton salt. I don't use much salt, but I can see why you do. Cause you're making jerky. Right. Well, they don't even carry Morton salt. So I'm thinking, is there like a, a supply shortage of Morton salt? I, mean, I was looking to buy 25 pound bags, but I can't find any. That's almost like saying you can't get a hamburger in America. I mean, Morton salt's been a staple in the salt industry since <laughs> Forever. I mean, since I was a little kid, I can remember the Morton salt, you know, paper. I don't even know if it's paper anymore. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And But you're right. Manufacturing of a lot of products, a lot of uh, companies aren't able to produce enough yet. So we'll see what happens. Hey. I guess the, the last article we uh, will wrap up the night with uh, the Keystone XL pipeline nixed after Biden stands firm on permit. This is uh, AP out of Billings, Montana. The sponsor of the Keystone XL crude oil pipeline pulled the plug on the contentious project Wednesday after Canadian officials failed to persuade Joe Biden to reverse his cancellation of its permit on the day he took office. Calgary-based TC Energy said it would work with the government agencies to, quote, ensure a safe termination of an exit from the partially built line, which was to transport crude oil from the sand fields of western Canada to the steel city, Nebraska. Construction on the 1,200-mile pipeline began last year when former President Donald Trump revived the long-delayed project after it stalled under the Obama administration. It would have moved up to 830,000, 35 million gallons of crude oil a day, connecting in Nebraska to other pipelines that feed oil refineries on the U.S. Gulf Coast. Biden canceled the pipeline's border-crossing permit in January over long-standing concerns that burning sands crude could make climate change worse and harder to reverse. 
Um, I I don't know. I it's not gonna nothing's gonna change until the guy who doesn't remember that he's in office is out of office. In my opinion, uh, gas prices are gonna spike as we know. I mean, we've already seen the beginning of that, but and I mean, slightly. Yeah. Let me ask you, where's the logical thinking? Oh, I'm going to nix this because all that oil will make it worse for the, uh, for the environment, for the atmosphere, yeah. you know, the ozone. Who okay. gives a, a shit about the people that live in the environment? Well, but my point is somebody's going to make up for that oil that you just shut down. So you're not getting rid of anything. Now it's just going to be maybe China or wherever. It's still going to affect the atmosphere or the ozone, the environment. So why kill the jobs over something that's not going to change? Well, that way he can say, well, we're not the ones doing it. <laughs> yeah. What a, never mind. What a dope. Yeah. Well, that I was know. a kinder I, word I, yeah. than I was going to use, but let's go with that. Yeah. He's a dope. It did start with a D. How, a dumbass, a dipshit. Dickhead. Uh, dickhead. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. He, he probably does. He probably would not endorse you calling him a dickhead. Come on, man. Yeah. See, he has a problem. Um, <laughs> And, and let's be honest. Yeah, he I mean, probably doesn't endorse dementia, Joey. No pun intended. Well, here's the other thing that I continuously say: How many decades have we had fucking gasoline and oil in our country? A long time, folks. Exactly. Um, are you dying from climate change? Come on. Well, we we've had climate change naturally for centuries. You know, like. Like, like when volcanoes erupt and, and spew ash and, and pumice, of course. And, you, you know, there have been times we've had ice ages caused by like, vo like volcanic eruptions. And then you, you've, we have the La Nina and El Nino weather patterns that, that change in the Pacific Ocean. Well, maybe, maybe Biden should tell the fish they need to stop taking dumps and pissing in the ocean so there's no climate change there, too. <laughs> but, but, hey, if the fish were... Had a hand like human beings, they'd probably give Biden a big middle finger right about now. Hey, give them time. They, they will start saying that fish farts also, you know, cause gas. <laughs> Destroy the ozone. <laughs> we, might well, we might as well quit while we're ahead, I guess. But unless we want to continue this conversation. That's unbelievable. <laughs> well, we're gonna, we'll wrap up with uh, fish ruining, you know, contributing to global warming by farting in the ocean. It's been a it's been a night. I appreciate everybody joining us tonight. Producer Eric, I'm sure you have people you like to plug. Well, you've got a, a few shows on Podbean I'd be on the lookout for. Um, um, in case you missed it earlier this evening, Soccer 82 Alpha Podcast with Maverick and Company. Um, you know, completed had like their sec second episode back after their six month hiatus. So de definitely be lo looking out for them um, to do great shows. E even Sermenti and Mike Tampa Bay would agree with that show being great. Um, and of course, be on the lookout for Cummings' this culture, like we said, 7 p.m. Eastern time here on Podbean. And we're definitely going to be exploring like that Clapper platform to see whether we like it or not. And um, you know, and and of course, you know, with with the weekend coming up, like Mysteries of the Paranormal on, on Friday evening with David and Rowan filtered among many great podcasters. And then of course, um, Chit chat with the old man in the morning, slightly serious in the evening, Don DeVito Friday, and many other great podcast friends. What more can you ask for all over on Podbean? And uh, for those that love to watch us over on DLive, thank you for tuning us in over there. And if mm -hmm. you're on Twitch, go to DLive. It's much better. You get rewarded for listening instead of just 
going being on Twitch. Uh, big shout out to the honeybee. Continued, continue uh, getting well. You're always in our thoughts, and uh, I hope you continue to feel better. And for everybody else, I hope you have a good rest of your evening. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, you know, if Donald, if excuse me, if President Biden doesn't remember being your president, why the hell should you recognize him as such? Till tomorrow night, nine thirty Eastern time. Good night, everybody. Love you. God bless you. See you next time. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you and I love your show. Thank you.